I knew there was an alternative path because my bag got here before we did. <laughs> Welcome back to She's Intimidating. I'm your host, Jess. And I have third time veteran podcast boyfriend here. Third time's a charm. How's everyone doing? Good. Except Josie's not switching them back and forth. Wait. <laughs> it takes a minute. It's okay. That's all right. Okay, so you're here in LA with me. Thanks for the support. I love you. You're the I best. Love you too. And I'm so happy to be here with you. Are you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have you been learning a lot over there? I have. I mean, it takes a lot just to immerse yourself in that board over there, you know, and click a little button here, here and there. But I think I did pretty well. I know we gave Josie some training just barely and we're doing great over here. <laughs> now she's in the podcast producing chair because my editor is in another country, as I've stated before. OK, so like we're going to talk about us getting here. Oh, yeah. It's been that was a an adventure one. and a half and probably the longest 24-hour duration I think we've ever had together. It was pretty brutal. Good thing that my podcast interviews weren't until the next day because our flight got delayed. But we're going to – or it didn't get delayed. It got canceled altogether. But we're going to get into that in a second. First of all, the day starts out. I had to work that day. You had to go into work later. So it was my job to get everything to the airport all by myself, and I did it. So I get out of the car and I'm like, I hope the shuttle is not right here because if it is, I'm going to have to make it, which means I'm going to have to haul some ass. <laughs> and I look out and the shuttle, I'm the very next stop. So I get everything out. I am literally running to the shuttle stop. I leave it there and realize I have my pepper spray on me. That I got you. I know. I do that every time. I always, every flight, I'm like, oh shit, I can't bring the pepper spray. That might flag yes. me. Our That's New York fine. flight too. I had to put it back in the car. No, I know, but this time I was by myself. So then I had to dart back. I sprinted, okay? Threw back to the car, threw the pepper spray in there, ran back to my bag. It was great. And then everyone was giving me a smile, though, truthfully. They were, like, really excited. They yeah, were, like, family they saw of five, me. Family of five on the, on the shuttle. Okay, this is where the story gets good. There was a family of five on the shuttle. I know this because my 50-pound bag almost killed a toddler that day. It was not in where it should have been, and it almost started rolling towards the toddler. But I have fast reflexes. I thought maybe it happened, so I hurried and stopped. The mom did have reflexes, too. She's, like, arm in front. Anyways, it gets worse because there was straight-up three kids and two parents, and you know this wasn't their first rodeo, because of the fact that they were— and I don't know if they were supposed to be on our flight or what, but regardless, this family of five got all the way through— like security before I did. They were like 50 people ahead of me and it's just me. <laughs> With my duffel bag and her. Well, that was it, right? My duffel and your backpack. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. And I had checked in the bag, but here's where the story gets good. I get there and my roommate has like a weighing thing for our luggage, but I couldn't find it. So I kind of guessed. I lifted it up and I'm like, no way. This is about 50 pounds. Like, I don't know. I think it would be harder for me to lift it if it was. And I get there. And the guy checking me in is like, your bag's 74 pounds, ma'am. Looking at me dead serious. And I'm like about to cry because I have to open this entire bag in front of everybody. And 
I don't even know where I'm going to put it. So I'm thinking, I have to drive home, go get another bag, because we can each have a checked bag, and check in two bags. And then the guy goes, <laughs> gets off the scale. Okay, he was putting his foot on the scale, and my bag was 50 pounds on the dot. Granted, he does this to everybody, supposedly. I think it's his little icebreaker it's for not. airport travel. <laughs> but he was like bantering with everyone. So he did that to me. And then his supervisor walked by and then he's like started giving a supervisor shit, but like funny, you know. And then the people who were next to him, he was giving them shit. And they were like, oh, he's always like this. So he's just trying to make his job more fun. But he really made me shit my pants. So I love that. <laughs> I was like, cool. Uh, but I had time because I wanted to go hang out in the Sky Lounge which I had a great time. The liquor pours in the Sky Lounge, babe. Yeah, I mean, there's the Utah stigma of not being able to get drunk in Utah, but I guess the airport just has different rules. So Even if it's in Utah. I, I mean, the guy was a homie too. We, we tipped him really well, and he was like, oop, free pour, free pour. He was giving me free pours, though, before we'd even tipped him. Like, before yeah. we even closed out, he was like, it was not one shot. It was like four shots. Not going to get this guy in trouble by no. any means because we're not going to drop his name. But we ain't saying names. We needed it that night. And it goes to show when she, you know, summarily talks about this, we're going to go. Oh, yeah. No, I'm pissed because, I mean, it's fine. So I'm four drinks in, which is probably like in Utah, like eight drinks because of how much liquor he was pouring. But that's okay. <laughs> we needed it that night. And we get a text. We're supposed to board at 10.06. You get the text because I didn't even get a text to this day. Thank you, Delta. I'm the one that books the flights and they don't even tell me that my flight's been canceled. <laughs> they still haven't. And they cancel our flight a minute after we're supposed to start boarding. So we board at 10.06. we were 10 trying to finish our drinks and leave, I literally get the notification on my Delta app. Your flight has been canceled. I thought it would, I mean, I had to read it twice. I double taked. I'm like, oh shit, is this real? And then you thought I was joking first. I thought you were playing a mean prank on my ass. Mm. I was like, Haha, that's hilarious. And I was like distraught. Oh. So we end up in Vegas for the night, but I am doing whatever I can. And I mean, whatever I can to get there sooner. Cause they're like, oh, your flight's been canceled, but you can leave at 7 p.m. tomorrow or arrive at 7 p.m. I can't remember. Go to San Francisco and then arrive at yeah 6 p.m. And then I was like, nope, there's a faster route. Okay. So we kind of find a faster route and that is going to Vegas for the night. Getting a hotel in Vegas and then hopping on a plane in the morning and coming to LAX. But here's the thing. I knew there was an alternative path because my bag got here before we did. <laughs> there most likely was, but in the heat of the moment, I mean, the lady in the Sky Lounge for Delta's customer service was trying to do everything she could for us. But literally, this was what? 1045 at night. So there was only another hour and 15 minutes of flights available. No, for sure. And it wasn't like, I mean, it's fine. We made it there, but it was a tragic night. Oh, she was night. cursing Delta's name. Oh, I was pissed. I'm still I'm mad never Delta. never flying Delta again. Southwest I want my money back. Nothing. I have a lot of points with Delta, but like, you can't cancel. They didn't even give us a, like a reasoning. They were like, your flight's canceled. Good luck. Who knows? The plane might have crashed or something. Like, you know, things happen for a reason. I know. Like maybe if we were on it, we would have gotten lost exactly. or gone through the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle and never Bermuda been found triangle again. Bermuda Triangle in Utah? <laughs> Maybe they were, maybe our plane was getting hijacked. <laughs> Do you guys ever try to like picture out who the air marshal is? You I, know what? I've never played this game, but that sounds like fun. I'm no. going to do so now. I used to do it like with myself. I'm like, who would be the air marshal on this plane? Because ever since 9-11, they now have an air marshal, right? Uh-huh. And the only reason I know that is because when you use points to buy tickets, 
there's like fees you still have to pay and part of the fees for the air marshal. Mm-hmm. It's a 9-11 fee. And that's what goes towards the air marshal. I think it's still needed. No, Absolutely. it is needed. Like they probably should have been doing that from the beginning, but like, no, hey, okay. Sometimes uh-huh. tragic things have to happen in order for them to implement rules. Absolutely. But that's okay. So let's talk about some liquor laws in Utah versus other states. Oh, okay. I've heard every joke known to man about our liquor laws. And the perfect thing I tell people is that people don't drink, that don't drink make our laws. So, I mean, people are going to get drunk regardless. And that's why Utah gets this bad rep because, you know, they try to, you know, make parental controls and put meters on things. And just the DABC has their job to do. I get it. But at the same time, people are going to do it regardless if you control them or not. And you know, doing this is just making people, you know, mad about it and not being happy when they come to an establishment to drink causes a lot of frustration for service employees. I know, but like people will always, so we both work in the restaurant industry and they're always like, can I get a double shot of this? And we have to sit there and be like, actually you're in Utah. We don't even sell wine at grocery stores. So no, you can't. Here's what I tell them. And I think it actually works, but it is the truth. A shot in Utah is a little bit more than a shot in any other state. It's like in any other state, it's one ounce. No. What? No. Okay. So in Utah, it used to be one ounce. Everywhere else, you could free pour. So the meters are calibrated to only pour an ounce and a half now for primary liquor. Yeah. So So if you go, say you go to Las Vegas and order a Long Island iced tea, you're actually going to get an ounce of each primary liquor. Oh, is that right? So you're going to get four ounces of alcohol in a real Long Island iced tea, as opposed to in Utah, you can't exceed 2.5 ounces. So that's the total of the total of a drink. So say you get a Mai Tai or a a Long Island, it can't exceed more than 2.5 ounces of alcohol. Okay. Wait, I actually, and a double shot is going to be two ounces, like a double, you know what I mean? Just liquor, straight liquor, not Uh a mixed drink, just straight liquor. In any other states, just two it's ounces. Like three, they call it the three finger rule. Like you put two fingers to a glass, three fingers to a glass would be like a double. Wait, I'm glad you know that. So why can't we have double out or shots in Utah? Because you can't exceed the primary alcohol cannot exceed 1.5 ounces of, of the primary liqueur. Okay. In any state? No, just in Utah. Oh, okay. Because they don't have the tops or they don't have the meters in any other state. So they just guess like well, they, kind of what our- free pour it. That's what free pour you know I mean? They just kind of look at it like, eh, you're cool. You left me enough money, so I'm going to freaking we have the, more alcohol. We have the Berg system, right, which is that black, uh, med- let's see, how would you even put it, magnetic thing that pours and meters each each liquor. Uh-huh, so it goes on like the top of alcohol. You have to have like a special top, mm-hmm. and it only pours the amount that you need. It clicks, or- clicker, yeah. And no other state has this? I think there's a couple that do, but we're very old-fashioned in Utah, so. But the laws are subtly changing and getting better. We're lobbying for the 2030 Olympics, so. They're changing a lot of different laws. They changed the beer laws just recently. That's true. So it used to be three point two five by volume, or excuse me, by now it's yeah by volume. It used to be by weight. So now it goes up to four to four point five, and it can't go over five for a beer tap. But the laws are always changing. But you can buy like more than five percent beers at gas stations and stuff because isn't that the ones we get? Is five percent now. You used to not be able to get anything over 4%. Okay, so now what is it? Over what? Now it's between 4 and 5. And then it's considered barley wine after it gets over a certain percentage. Honestly, you just have to buy it from the liquor stores. 
but now they have it available in gas stations because they changed it where they don't have the 3.25 beer anymore. Okay, fair enough. Well, it's confusing. It is. And you have to keep up on it because it's bullshit. It is. And you can't have like, wait, in other states. So in Utah, you can't have what? Wine or no, you can have wine in a shot and a beer in a shot, right? But you can't have two. You can't have two spirits. Like you can't have a double or you can't have, you couldn't have like two whiskeys or two vodkas. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can only have one premium. But then you can have a glass of wine or you can have yeah, you can a have beer. A, you can order a bottle of wine per person. That's true. But you just couldn't order more multiple cocktails. So I don't understand what that's going to change, though, because people are going to, yeah, they're going to drink the amount. Even if you don't bring it to them in a double shot, they're going to get two drinks, you know, where they may as well. Or- like I said, they're going to find a way to do it regardless. It's just going the roundabout way to do so. Like oh, for sure. Taking a shot here and then going and buying a six pack at the grocery store or you know what I mean? Or going and buy a bottle and bringing in a flask. Like, people are still going to find a way to dodge the bullet. That is so true. And honestly, not only that. So, like, I don't think I told you this, but we work at the same job. Everyone knows that. And I was, like, working a lunch shift the other day. And I was doing to-go orders, too, at the same time. And I kid you not, someone comes in and gets Jack Daniels and Jim Bean in, like, little shots that we have, right? And buys, like, 20 of them. Spent like $160 on these 20 shots when there's a liquor store half a mile down the road, probably not even that, where he could have gotten three bottles for the same exact price. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, if it's Sunday, a little different. We're closed oh. on, they're, clo- they're closed on Sunday. Yeah, but we were closed on Sundays too, so it was not. It was actually on a Saturday. He just didn't want to walk, but I've seen that so many times. That is not the first time people have paid $130 for a Tito's bottle that costs $25 in the store. So when people want it, they want it. They do, but it's like, what is that one app we were talking about? You can order it to your. Oh, yeah, I forget what it's called. I think it's like Grizzly or just something, and something. they will go pick it up for you. Okay. And you could have paid $45 for that bottle, not 130 You can have it delivered to your house. Yeah. I mean, we're a very lazy culture here anyway. So people want instant gratification, DoorDash, you know. All these things that you can just have at your doorstep and you don't have to pay. But the pandemic also made that available too because we're like, oh, how are we going to get our goods? And then DoorDash and all these things, they evolved and became what they are now. Okay, that's true. I guess we did need it. And it's weird, like even Airbnb is weird. I know it came before all the COVID thing, but staying in people's houses, I mean, it's a way for them to pay their mortgage and I'm proud, but like, and shout out to Toro. You know, yeah. We got our rental car through Toro and it's we amazing. We did. You can rent out people's car, or like your car cars. Shop. Yeah. I think I would if I had an extra car. But at the same time, I don't know. Like I don't want a nice car and I don't want a bunch of miles on it. And I don't want people to put a bunch of miles on it. But at the same time, if it was like paying your car payment and then some, like sure. maybe I wouldn't give a shit actually. Oh, they pay it off and then some. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I wouldn't care. Because honestly, what we even paid for the car for the few days that we're here Probably their car payment. And that's like one person renting it out for for one weekend. Yeah. So all they need is another person to rent it out. And then bada bing, bada boom, they got themselves a little business. Yes, they do. So maybe we should be in the car business. Diversification is everything anyway. You got to diversify yourself. How many incomes do they say you need to become a millionaire? Like seven? Does that sound right? Mm, I would say four to five is probably where most people are at making money where they sleep. No, for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's like the average millionaire has seven sources of income. Yeah, most of it, most of it is um, property, and then because yeah. liquid, I mean, liquid stuff isn't. I mean, cars are the 
most appreciative thing For sure. on the planet. You know, they lose their value so quickly. But things that extend value, like homes and you know things that make you money, like Airbnb, big big deal right now, and you know renting out your properties. I want to have an Airbnb in um, North South Carolina. One of the Carolinas will be great. It's in honestly. our plans. I would say the next five to ten years. I love that. That's my game plan. I'm going to rent or have like two beach houses in South Carolina so we can go and stay. Josie, we'll just leave him behind. That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> Girls weekend. Girls yes. weekend. Girls weekend every I mean, weekend. You get them. Every day. And I don't want to work. I'm just kidding. Well, stay-at-home stay girlfriend. We've Freeze. talked about this. I always say I'm going to be a stay-at-home girlfriend, which I mean, I mean I'm mean, i still down. Yeah, I've been kind of... I, I just haven't worked I'm just as much. kidding. I, but you're right, okay? I'll do better. I'll work more. I'm sorry. It's We're fine. We're working now. What are you talking about? I mean, kind of, okay? <laughs> totally kind of. So we we kind of went on a tangent, but that's okay. I love it. I mean, I did ask you the question, so maybe it's my own fault. But yesterday, we get here. We had an eventful day yesterday. I had a good time. But we're literally, like, running around town, hopping on scooters. As you guys know, mine in Brooklyn story. I am traumatized by scooters because I ate a lot of shit on scooters with Brooklyn. I need to post the pictures eventually, but we'll see. Anyway, so I'm tired as can be. I mean, we're both tired. We're driving around on these scooters. We end up at the beach. I'm in like a sweatshirt and yoga pants at the beach. <laughs> You're a dude, so you could just take off your shirt and everything and be good to go. I wasn't wearing underwear with my yoga pants, so I didn't have that luxury. Underwear free all the time. I love it. <laughs> I wish I was a dude sometimes. You got pretty burnt too. Oh, driving driving around the convertible help with that. And I actually burn pretty easy, but then it goes tan. So We even went to the tanning beds before we came on this trip. It's fine. And my face did get pretty burnt. I was nervous about being on camera, honestly. I'm like, everyone's going to see my red face. I'm so excited. Eh. But it doesn't look bad. Turns no. to a tan fast. You look gorgeous. What are you currently reading right now? What am I currently reading? Yeah, I bought it for him. That's why I want to <laughs> talk about it. It's called A Happier Happier Me. And it's it's actually really interesting. It is a self-help book. Um, and I love those. They're just very motivating. And ultimately, it's just telling you to train your brain and actually think about your brain health, not just your physical health. And a lot of people neglect it in their younger years because like, oh, I don't need to train my brain. As you get older, you're going to start losing a lot of that. And I don't know. It's just putting things in perspective for me. And I love it. So thank you very much. Ladies, you can either read self-help books yourself or you can just get a boyfriend and then buy him self-help books. And then he'll tell you what's important. You know, <laughs> that, that was my motto. I'm like, I'm not really. These books are interesting, but there's not that much of a storyline. And so I'm just kidding. I knew you'd like it, though. So I was like, yeah, you do tell me interesting facts. Maybe I'll read it one day. I'm literally reading, wait, I'm, it's fine. Should I say it? It's up to you. I mean, good for her. <laughs> I'm reading a girl that was on The Bachelor, Hannah Brown. I'm reading her biography, which low key, it's a good book. I don't think it performed as well, though, as she wanted it to, which breaks my heart. But it's a good book and everyone should read it. And I'm like, this is a tragedy. Like her life is so sad, but it's so good now. So good for her. But this is the yin and yang with us because we are definitely opposites in lots of ways. We are. And this is just one of those examples. Our reading. I know <clears throat> it's fine. I do. And I'm like all action movies and, and she loves the chick flicks, rom-coms. So we kind of, our movie nights are Fridays and we have fun with that, but we're just very balanced and I love it. I know. So like, 
one of us will choose the movie and then the other falls asleep, the other being me, because I can fall asleep anywhere. It's a great habit of mine. Give me like three seconds and I'm knocked out, ready to go. Which works because I snore, so. You are a snorer. And honestly, I didn't know you were a snorer until you pointed it out. And then I just am such a deep sleeper, which low key, guys, if you are snorers, that's okay. Just find a girl that's a deep sleeper and you're going to be great. Okay. I don't even notice you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think that's another reason why you're my person. So, I mean. I know. I'm in your phone as my person. You're so sweet. I better be your person because you were my little interim producer today. (laughs) And now it's Josie. She's killing it. We're we're having a good (laughs) time in here. And we need some drinks after this. So, y'all got a head start on me. And I've just been working away over there on 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 the production side. But we're having a good time. And I'm ready to let loose a little bit tonight. Because yesterday... Man, we were we were done by like nine o'clock. She's like, I gotta go to bed. She literally walked out of the restaurant we were in last night and was like, I gotta go to the car. I am not doing so good. So um yeah, we're ready to blow it out tonight. It's because I was so sick to my stomach, but you're right. Like I don't do good on vacation because listen, sorry babe, gotta bring it up. <laughs> I have a hard time pooping on vacation. It's a girl thing, okay? I promise. We've talked about it plenty of times. Anyway. So yeah, I got sick to my stomach because I was eating so much food and like not pooping it out. But like, oh, I'm a foodie. I eat all day on vacation too. So you do. And those that have traveled with me know. And that's where we spend our money is food. Drink, (laughs) eat, drink, wake up, do it again. I love it. Anyways, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for being my interim producer. Oh, anytime. I'm always here for you. I love you so much. I love you too. And I love all the fans that I have. (laughs) Just not only fans. We. I mean, we're not going there. But I can if I want. I'm right? your only fan I'm and your number one. I'm just kidding. And your number one fan. You're not my only fan. You're my only guy friend, you know fan. I mean. you know well, actually, I do kind of have other guy fans, but not hey. like that. Just friends. Hey. Anyway. They, they ain't looking. I don't want her. <laughs> but we, you touch him, we go in hands. So You better fight someone that tries <clears throat> to touch me. Yeah. All right. Time you. to end this day. We finally did it. We've we made it. it through five podcasts. Finally plugging your information or what? <clears throat> Yes, I will. So my my private Instagram is humblehulk801 on Instagram and love it. Love everything you're doing and I'm so glad to be with you. You forgot the underscore, isn't it? Humblehulk like uh, underscore. Yeah, humblehulk underscore 801. Thank you for, for correcting. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> if all else spells, he is on my Instagram. So my personal Instagram is just with three S's dot Ariel spelled A-R-I-E-L-L-E and then my podcast Instagram is She's Intimidating. Thank you guys. Goodbye. Bye.